This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back. We have what the online sales tax is meaning to cities and counties right now when Mike Hubbard might begin serving his time, and whether. I'm Mike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. One thing many of us in Alabama have in common during this pandemic, somebody at all of our city halls might have a whole new appreciation for the simplified seller's use tax. AL.com's John Sharp reports that that tax has helped municipalities across the state pay the bills during a tougher time during these past few months. The Simplified Seller's Use Tax, Simplified, is the online sales tax. It's been around since 2016 and collects 8% on online sales. Half of it goes to the state and the other half is split among the city and county governments. Right now that's 60-40 city to county, but don't bank on that being permanently settled. This fiscal year doesn't end until September 30th, and the program has already made more than $309 million. It's going to just about double up the revenue from the previous fiscal year. Now consider for a minute whether you've ordered more stuff online this year than you did last year. For a lot of people during the pandemic shutdowns, Amazon, as well as online sites of local retailers, were a window into the world. Executive Director of the Association of County Commissions of Alabama, Sonny Brasfield, called the online tax, quote, the bridge that has allowed county governments to survive the past six months. John has a deep look at what the tax has done for local governments and some of the dissatisfaction with how the loot is divided. You can check that out at al.com business. Former Alabama Speaker of the House Mike Hubbard's appeals process has now gone on longer than his actual prison sentence that he was given back in 2016. Hubbard was found guilty of ethics violations, including accusations that he used his office to enrich himself. Part of his sentence was four years in prison. And he's been out on bond during his appeals, which, like I said, has now outlasted what would have been his prison time. During that time, he's had some of those convictions overturned, but six felonies remain. Then this past Friday, AL.com's Mike Kaysen reported that the Alabama Supreme Court has denied a request for a rehearing. Alabama AG Steve Marshall said that because that's the end of Hubbard's appeals in state court, he had 15 days to report to the Lee County Sheriff's Office to begin his sentence. And that was Friday when Marshall said that. One of Hubbard's attorneys said that his team has advised Hubbard to file a federal court appeal. Well, as we do most Mondays, we're going to talk a little weather and what Alabama has in store for the next few days. 
weather reporter Lee Morgan is joining us again to do just that. Lee, we're in the, the middle of hurricane season. You got anything, any any more bad news like you did last week? <laughs> not as bad as it was last week, but the National Hurricane Center is watching not one, not two, but four different tropical waves. Um, two of them are close will, or will be close to home. One of them is going to be off the East Coast, but that one we're not going to have to worry about because it's going to head out to sea. Now, it could come kind of close to the East Coast, but nothing for us in Alabama to worry about. The second one's down in the Caribbean, um, and it's on a trajectory that should take it into Central America. Now, whether it can recurve, head toward the Gulf, who knows at this point, but it'll bear watching for the next uh, you know, f- through this week at least. And then there's two more, and they're way back in the eastern Atlanta- Atlantic, closer to Africa than to us. So we got a while to worry about those. Okay. Well, before I ask you uh, what we have closer to home, of course, we, we, we saw a couple of, of hurricanes in the Gulf at, at different times. We thought they might be a little closer together, but uh, they weren't a hurricane at the same time. But I- anyway, one thing that I've noticed, tell me if I'm accurate with this, these hurricane track maps that I've watched since like Hurricane Elena back when the earth was still cooling, it they, they used to be like bulbous, you know, right. almost round. Right. And now they're 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 narrow. What is that telling us for, for anyone else who who's noticed that? <laughs> well, the National Hurricane Center, those are the ones that do the official track maps of the storm up to five days out from where the center is. Um, they improve their accuracy every year. And that what you're looking at is, it, I call it sometimes the cone of uncertainty. Right. I've heard it called all sorts of things, right. but really it's an error cone. And that that kind of tells you where the, where the center of the storm could go. Sure. Every year that cone narrows a little bit. So they're whittling down their forecast area. And with Laura, Hurricane Laura, which hit Louisiana, um, it was really accurate. Um, some people said within a mile of um, the storm made landfall from where they were saying. So it's really impressive their um, accuracy with the track forecast. It keeps getting better and better. Now, intensity forecasts, they're still, they admit, uh, too, that there's mm-hmm. still some work to be done with that. Because no one was expecting Laura to get as strong as it did um, at least, you know, when it was still forming. So. Right. It was, it was that it may become a major hurricane. Right. It, at least they, you know, at least they, they mentioned that part. Right. Well, uh, closer to home now, tell me, uh, highs of 72 degrees every day. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. But Tuesday is the first day of meteorological fall. So September the 1st. So uh, September, October, November are the... Fall, months of fall. Now, astronomical fall doesn't come till the 22nd, so you got to hold out. And true fall doesn't come to Alabama until, like, November. So meteorologists get to have their fall this week, <laughs> we, and then everyone else has to wait. Yeah. Right. We get to say that it's fall, but you can't pull out your pumpkin spice and your sweaters just yet. Well, now, what's going to happen here? But <laughs> it'll be hot this week, and you have better rain chances in North Alabama this week than you will in South Alabama. Um, there'll be a stall front north of Alabama that could give those in North Alabama a better chance of rain, while those in the south might have lower rain chances. We'll have to keep an eye off to the west and the north because the way that the pattern set up, we could get those um, from the northwest flow. The MCS is the big storm complexes that come down, and sometimes they can 
roll down, yeah, from the Midwest. And sometimes they can hold together and give us some bad weather. And no one knows when or where those are going to form. So we just, they'll keep an eye out for those. Um, And then there are, now it's going to be hot. Uh, Weather Service and Mobile said they're going to be flirting with heat advisory criteria for South Alabama. Not as bad in North and Central Alabama. But Climate Prediction Center is forecasting that there could be a chance of below average temperatures for at least part of the state, northern part of Alabama and some of central Alabama, uh, starting at the end of the week over in the, into the weekend. So we just have to cross our fingers, do a little dance, and hope that that pans out. Now, when I say below average, I don't mean, you know, you pull out your sweaters right. or your sweatpants. Sure. Um, but we mean, you know, cooler than average for the first of September. So just keep your fingers crossed. We could, we could use a little break from the heat. And that's, that's the North and in the South, they're flirting with heat advisory criteria, which means it's going to be real hot. Yeah. And I I know you love that kind of thing because you want summer to never end. But so the rest of us would like a little cold. All right. Well, thanks, Lee. We appreciate it. No problem. No problem.